Yeah, so it's got this poop chute in the back, and yeah, <laughs> just dumps is all that the a, Is in. that a sign of a high quality 3D printer? Yes, all 3D printers that are high quality have a poop chute in it because you know that makes it faster. The rest just poop everywhere. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't shoot yeah. at a particular spot. It's just. I need to. You're, I'm gonna have to talk to you because I need to get my son another 3D printer, which would be his third. What? Um, Why does he need this podcast is sponsored well, by Bamboo he's, Labs? He's, he's, they're progressively getting better as time goes on. Oh uh, right? yeah, this is um, it's right here. Yeah, this is the top of the heap right that's now. That's the Rolls Royce right yeah. there. Yeah. That is not the Rolls Royce. That is. I, I, he like, said that too. I thought it was funny. Corey, Corey was like, "I can't believe you got a Ferrari." I'm like, "Hold on, let me send let you me show you this one that the military <laughs> buys that probably can print like human bones." Now, and my wife <laughs> and my son want to get one that does chocolate, where it can do 3D printed. Chocolate. Wow, that sounds delicious. And <laughs> then you can do custom, like highly customized three dimensional chocolates. So, oh, yeah, that sounds also. Just, a little go all the way. There's that what, one. The do they, do they tell you why they want to do that, or do they just leave it at that? <laughs> do they have to? <laughs> I have this vision I mean, of like my wife and my son being like the the big people in Fraggle Rock that just come and eat all of their stuff. Like, yeah. you know, 3D. are they going to start hiding? Are they going to start hiding objects around the house I mean, that look normal? Yeah. But are they want to. They want to start a chocolate Easter bunny company, yeah, right? Say, and you just put the object cut down on the cost of Easter bunnies. At that's Easter it. Yeah, that's, that's I gotta be honest. The Easter, Easter bunny egg, egg money. Money. <laughs> If you think you're going to save money with a chocolate 3D printer, you are mistaken. <laughs> yeah, if you I, think I like you're going to save money just printing plastic parts with a 3D printer. Yes. You are, but can you are we? I can we? I go around the house trying to figure trying to figure out what I could print that would be useful. Right, and it's been like four things, and then my wife refuses to use them anyway. Oh my god! So it's That's like, why I got okay. rid of the 3D printer. It was a novelty for a bit, and it's like, eh, hold on, it's hold great. on. I've got a couple cool designs. I've printed out pumpkins for Halloween here. Uh, I printed out a wheel for my auto mower. It's a custom wheel, like it's plastic. It's made out of a- AS or ABS, really. But uh, yeah, so it actually does function. I printed out can holders to like hold your like can in the refrigerator and stuff it's actually pretty useful toothbrush and holders creole and shrimp sandwich <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in other news <laughs> he's spent, he, he's so, he, so, so far yeah. you've saved on a five dollar lawnmower part yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive okay you don't understand Hello and welcome to another edition of Black Hills Information Security, talking about news, as we like to call it, the 3D poop shoot printer edition of Black Hills InfoSec, talking about news. We have all kinds of interesting stories going on. We have a story about we're the youth of America, whoa, and we're hacking MGM. Um, so good on the kids. Um, we're going to talk about never before seen Linux malware and from Chinese hackers, I guess. T-Mobile attack. Cisco's acquiring Splunk, which I'm sure is going to take up a lot of bitching in the show. So start getting ready to drink right now for that one. Just tons and tons and tons of stories. I am joined today by a lot of the same people that we see all the time. We have Natural Titanium. (laughs) It looks beautiful. You got to see the shimmer on the back. It's amazing. I'm going to tell you, Corey, you look awful. You look like you're you're in solidarity with someone who's preparing for a marathon, like a marine marathon. Do I look like I can't walk because I can't? Oh, you look like a mountain biker who hates running. That's what you look like right now. Yeah, that's accurate. He has to one up me every time. I feel like it's a. 
And and speaking of said person that's getting ready for the marathon, we have the data hoarder. Ralph is joining us as well. Thank you for shutting off your 3D printer and then bragging that it can like maintain temperature uh, while we were going because that was that was a good flex actually. I was like, <laughs> I actually want that poop shoot 3D printer. So. Low caliber flex. <laughs> Alex is joining us. The man in the back, the hoodie man in the back, who's totally. Not autoerotic, self. What is it? Asphyxiation or something? He's not. Being no, but I mean, he's like he's like the bhis like uh, fashion model. So it's like all, all your to, gear, your stuff. You got like go a wonderful the, hoodie, wonderful the, hoodie there. He has an the awesome store. Mm. And somehow the idea of you dressing him kind of creeps me out. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the dressing is fine. It's the undressing just, that gets you. The undressing. Yeah, that's that's got to be part of the process. It's yeah. like it started as a place for me to put Star Wars armor. So. Yeah. How big is my mannequin? So big. Put the shirt up over. All right. Wow. Speaking of break his arms to take such it, games to with it. small humans here shortly. Wade, thank you for joining us. Rocking Hello. the Meta CTF T-shirt. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm here also, to puke about Splunk. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to dwell on that for a long time. Yeah, you guys got 30 minutes for hear us complain. Hold on. Just for you, because Cisco's where all good products go to die. Um, <laughs> we also have Derek Banks, the director of our incident response practice, who I pretty much forced to be here. Um, I'm like, you have to be social and you have to be on the news because we're talking about breaches and it's a bunch of like, it's a bunch of pen testers and Wade hanging out and yeah. we need to get some IR people. Yeah, it turns out. out like I got in the habit of not going to the news because of kids' activities and stuff. And as soon as luck would have it that my Mondays were freed up, John called me is like, hey, you have to start going to this meeting. You go you know to what meetings you're not gonna do. You're Monday. not gonna be doing those puzzles, Derek Banks. All day. You go to meetings all day. Here's one more. This is yeah, that's how I feel, but I get it out of the way all this in a is, month. This is like a well. special Oprah Winfrey episode. You get it a is. breach. You get, get a breach. You get a breach. You get a breach. You get a breach. Well, we'll see what happens with the TransUnion one. That's gonna be a fun one to get to. And then of course, as always, Chef's Kiss, Ryan making us look and sound awesome. We appreciate everything that you do being in the background. And, and for getting not muted. <laughs> yeah, see, I click buttons to mute myself and, and uh, I make you really sound good better. by muting well, myself. That's what don't judge about okay. his failures, everybody. All right. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of sad that Ryan's has like the highest quality setup, but he never really talks that much. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, Ryan's video like, is so good. So if I go buy a really high-end MacBook, is this like can I expense this whole thing? And it's like, son of a bitch, Ryan. Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> Do you really need that? And there's like a long pause. But I think it would really help. <laughs> oh. I can do four times faster video processing. It's a fact. I've got to say that uh, my Circa uh, 2019 MacBook really struggles with the video stuff. So I'm there. Oh, it's so. still oh. better than any Windows computer. But we had Crystal Moon who just told us, ready to start hacking. Let's jump straight into it. Um, I just want to jump head first into the cisco splunk thing oh gosh well yeah i God can't damn. wait I, I can't wait because i i mean the cisco the splunk web interface has been so functional and useful i think it's time to switch to a java app Java. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah. i mean certainly the the joke is is they acquired them to reduce the cost of their splunk bill so many times on twitter oh my god right? <laughs> I, I thought know. it would be the other way around, honestly. Like, if you, if when someone told me it happened, I was like, wait, it isn't Splunk acquiring Cisco? Then I looked at the numbers and turns out Cisco is massive. Yeah. Did you, uh, kind of a big gorilla. 
Well, they bought. Did anybody uh, read? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Lincoln Ryan years ago, right? So. Is, yeah. Well, they're basically a conglomerate at this point. It's like yeah. these brands, like these conglomerates that own like 50 brands. It's like you've never heard of it, like P&G or something. Court. Yeah, but it like turns out that's basically Cisco because they own like all the big names and that's where they get all the money, not from selling firewalls. So this is my favorite thing of all time. It was at RSA. Um, it has this airplane, right? Which I'm just going to let you know, it looks so incredibly badass. Ryan, can you make that one bigger? The working, not working. It says, would you find <laughs> a plane made of 50 planes? Oh, now I made it go away. That one right there. <laughs> Would you fly a plane made of 50 billions? Then why would you, um, like, where is it? There we go. Then why are companies using up to 50 different security vendors? And then you Mm -hmm. scroll down a little bit further. It's never been a time to go with Cisco. So wait, this isn't a parody? This is real? No, it's not. (laughs) They did this completely straight face. That airplane. Are you serious? Right there. Yes, absolutely. They did this at RSA. Uh, That airplane represents Cisco literally better than anything the uh, only thing wrong what? with that airplane is that airplane looks awesome what what cisco product can i even buy that does all the things like i don't even know what that is so you just yeah. give them the blank check now that they have yeah. spawned, so. give us your money and we'll explain how did, it better. We, yeah. did anybody read uh jackery snyder's uh twi- tweet yes. about it like he yes. pretty much hit the nail on the head right like I was surprised they bought it. They got bought out because I thought Splunk was worth more as well. And then is like thinking how like Splunk has been pretty community driven and well, at least like they have good blogs. They gave out cool t-shirts and then for them to like sell out the Cisco was more of just like a stab in the back for me. That was I, dude. If yeah. you thought Splunk was community driven in the last like 10 years, you have not been watching. Well, yeah, like, did, honest, well okay. When with community driven, I mean like they're, they have some, they like bots, right? For at least for the blue team side, there's a lot of good resources for them with their security content, with their blog posts and their threat research team. And but, since it's like that SEM that everybody uses, it's usually just gold every single time. Yeah, yeah. That that's where I'm coming. Like I have a I have a Splunk server in my Wait, lab and I use it all the time. I'm just saying if testing. I had a nickel for every time I heard uh one of our sock analysts go, I wish we had Splunk. I'd have a lot of nickels. You'd have a lot of nickels. <laughs> all right. Well, that says it all right there. Yeah. yeah we'll I mean, did you see the follow-up that... one for that tweet where you know there is somebody that like did a, a beautiful oh. sale like right before Splunk went yes. public? Yeah, um, yeah, and that was an insider trading. That, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, like somebody cool. opened like 127 calls expiring like tomorrow, and then Cisco announced that they're acquiring Splunk and it's like up 20%. So it's like, basically they, they exited Reddit. for like a 45,000% return. And it's like, yeah, somebody is. So I, I got yeah, a question. Someone so on Reddit's Splunk's, posting their gains. So Splunk wasn't, were they publicly traded? I can't remember. Yes, yeah, yeah. They were. So did their stock go down or up? Um, well, stock? it got, it got snapshotted at the price they bought it, it at. It right? went very yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. God, everyone seems bitter about this. Well, I'm just I mean, laughing. I mean, because this has been like, look, you've been in the, go ahead, Derek. You, no, you're so I'm indifferent because I mean, certainly there's a track record of companies ruining good products like IBM with Q Radar and Q1 Labs, which I think they, they did ruin, but whatever. Um, yeah. But I don't know that Cisco ruined Sourcefire, right? It seems still to be 
okay. They don't really touch it. I don't think they have <laughs> yeah. the expertise. I don't think they have have the expertise to ruin <laughs> things just, anymore. Let's like let they just roll. leave them alone. Yeah, that's what I'm really hoping alone. they do with Splunk. Just leave it alone. Put it in the corner. Let them do their own thing. Right? Like they're they're yeah. not. They're going to integrate it into their product tech. They've done this integrate old... it, but just don't don't. I, no, just, they've they've done 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 what if they? What if? Well, hold on. What well, is Cisco integrating? Give you a little backstory, right? Cisco never had switches, right? And they actually just bought a company that has switches. They never yeah, but had... this is ancient history. You got to look, look recent. Look, you That's go all the way back to Pix, the Cisco Pix. They bought that. And they company. bought firewalls. They didn't have firewalls. They bought firewalls. Then they started integrating them together, right? And so then, then they all were running iOS. And then you know they keep doing this product. But Cisco's always been a company, and not to like go back in the you know in the vault here. Who will go buy a really big company that's already accelerating, you know, in that space so that they can get into that market? Just like you said, Corey, in the very beginning, they're big global core, right? This so, okay, does anyone what's know what's going to happen, right? Like, they're going to go through and they're going to bring in Splunk management, or sorry, they're going to bring in Cisco management into Splunk, not the other way around. No, Because yeah. the right way to do this was to take the people that are successful at Splunk, integrate them into Cisco. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they're going to they're going to drop a bunch of Cisco management all over this stuff and the license uh, fees are going to go up even higher oh my god god about that and i mean like splunk wasn't even that cheap anyways that was the thing that killed me about splunk is that like all right we talked about you said community right like you can't just like grab a version of splunk and just like get everything i mean like the licenses got really expensive really yeah i I agree with you on that it's more from like a learning perspective like that's what i take it as like sure I will tell any anyone starting off on blue team stuff, go download, go download Splunk, figure out how it works, write some queries, and then import all the bots but data. Are you downloading do Splunk stuff, because right? it's the best product? Are you downloading Splunk because everyone else is already using it and so that you would be ready for that? Is Why, the same I, mean, I would say both. I would say both for a blue teamer. It, it is like there's a reason everyone's pissed off and it's because it is the best product. It's well, so it's also- simple to use. And it's that's why I thing. can set up any yeah. beginner analyst on Splunk See, and be like, this is exactly how to do this it. This is it's, one of the things that I hate about why. Splunk and why I'm, I'm taking joy, right? So <laughs> if, you, if you look at when Splunk first came out, Wade, like everybody was using, right? It was this huge community. You could actually get full functionality utilizing Splunk with the free version that sure. was out there. And granted, there were some limitations in the yeah, amount of- 500 megs a day. But it was yeah. absolutely useful for many small to medium-sized businesses. So you develop this monster community of support behind it where people were just like, you know, coming up with all these cool queries and all these cool optimizations. Plugins and stuff. All the plugins. It was great. And then all of a sudden, Spolink kind of went the way that Tenable did, which I understand, right? They're like, we're going to have to make some more money on this. And then they hired some MBAs. We got to get them Ferraris. We got to get the we got to get the people we got to get the people that did jack shit for developing this company or any code base. Yes. We got to make sure they get their Ferraris. Got to take care of those guys because they're job creators. Uh, yes. All the techs that are in the basement who have been busting their ass, they don't get anything out of it. And to see Cisco buy them just seems like it's like the logical fall. It's literally like watching Anakin Skywalker, who's a cute little kid, <laughs> who's pod racing. And right now, uh, like, like Splunk is like right next to Emperor Palpatine. Like right now, just hold, totally hold on, got the bloodshot the, eyes. He's got his red lightsaber. It's like, <laughs> their fall is complete now. That's it. You were the chosen one. The NBA <laughs> wanted this. Chosen though. one, Annie. The NBA <laughs> wanted this. This was always the thing. Like this yeah. is what they want to do. They hire them in to bring up the the uh the value get it to get that golden parachute i mean everyone's getting paid except for the people who actually make the product 
I think, yeah. but to go, to go back to like Jack's tweet, right? I think he said something about how like Splunk at their original, at the very beginning, didn't want to get bought out. They wanted to be that like upper sure. echelon. They wanted to be the people. They they want to be the one who knocks, right? Yeah. Well, and and they were for a while. So that's why I was I was surprised. And I just hope. It all right, look, look, we got to say it. Who gave Cisco twenty eight billion in cash? If it was you, <laughs> stop, stop, do, don't do that. Don't everybody. give someone that. It was everybody, Corey. We all did. We like, all did. It's all the stuff. Damn it. Like, the, like, literally, their entire marketing thing should be like, we run the entire internet. What are you going to do, bitches? Like, I, mean, <laughs> I just... Yeah. yeah, that's it. Hey, I that's mean, I, I definitely, I've been part of previous, you know, places that I worked where I, I thought, uh, you know, Cisco business tac- tactics were a little questionable uh, in mm. terms of, you know, Yes, that's called profit. That's that's Mm, profit. profit. Yeah, when you feel like you're getting screwed, that's them making profit. Yeah, see, Derek Derek actually just talked good about Cisco for a little bit, and his network connection went up, and his video is fine now. I know. So they're actively monitoring. It's those fast lanes. He got put in. He passed into the fast lane there. Yeah, I remember we were. This is a DoD contract, and I. By the way, I've had Microsoft and Oracle do the same thing, but. There's two, first story and then a second. First story, they went through and Cisco was doing a full audit of all of the Cisco licenses to make sure that they were up to date. And that was very expensive because um, things were falling out of dates and they were still pushing patches because the way you had to take them from the internet, you had to download them and then you had to move them and then you had to take it into the classified environment and then apply them. So it wasn't like they could just reach out and touch the internet to get their updates. But so Cisco... Yeah, so... (laughs) Sorry, I'm coughing too much. Um, So that was one thing that I remember seeing them do. And like I said, I saw Microsoft do that. I saw Oracle do that. But a couple of years later, I knew uh, this one guy that worked at Raytheon, and they were partnering with a network provider that wasn't Cisco. I want to say it was like Juniper or something else. And in retaliation, Cisco just audited every single license at that entire facility. Once they found that they were iced out to bid on that contract with Raytheon, they just showed up and like, okay, F, F it. We're auditing absolutely everything in your environment. It's like, holy hell, these guys are amazing at what they do. I mean, they're evil, don't get me wrong, but I'm kind of impressed with that level of evil that they can throw at this time as well. All right, we'll put that in your pipe and splunk it. Let's, uh, let's move on. <laughs> Should nice we go hack. to the uh, youth hackers for MGM? Yeah, we are the hackers of the nation. We are, These are the This is one of those articles where it's like my favorite to show upper level management be like look at there's kids hacking us you need to give us more money this right? is like <laughs> this is your threat model yeah this is my threat model like, in other news black hills is higher no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you know i still wonder like how many like like seriously like all of us we do this legitimately like even i look at this and i'm like it seems like there's more money doing this for evil than for good yeah i mean that's why drug trade is very profitable because the risks are high and it's illegal exactly well there yeah, was a, yeah there was a pen testing firm i can't remember there was this guy that was big in the con circuit this is like 10 years ago and he was totally hacking banks in southeast asia and got busted for it. So yeah, life of crime doesn't pay unless you're these kids. They're doing great. All money. right. Let's, so let's let's, <laughs> let's cover the actual article. So basically, okay. this is announced at Sentinel One's LabsCon Cyber Threat Intelligence Conference, of which Derek did not attend because he's too curmudgeonly. They actually turned him away at the door. They were like, "Sorry, you need no, to you're, you're too jaded. You've been in this business for too long." <laughs> so. Basically, they found uh, 
an online community called The Calm, and they kind of did some deep dives, attributed them. They said they've carved out a key role for itself in the broader online criminal ecosystem, which, I mean, if that isn't your tagline, then what is? Mm. So basically, they kind of attributed them to recent attacks on Vegas. I don't know if they gave a specific... They, they basically just said, we're likely involved. Um, yeah. Even though it was Alf V that actually did the hacking, they were somehow involved. We know what? this. Hackers love sharing data. They love showing off what they've done. So... <laughs> Especially all the ones in the movies, right? Because that's what hackers yeah. do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we also have actual breach examples of like the Uber hackers just like, well, you're hacked, suck it. Like, also, <laughs> is this the same the story? One so I just well. read advanced techniques, but uh, is this the same story where they uh, got in because they fished, or they social engineered somebody on the phone? Is that the yep. advanced techniques? Yeah. This would be the yeah. one. That okay. would be and the advanced techniques. They probably Googled Mimi Cats right after, downloaded yeah. it from <laughs> GitHub. And oh, they went into the Okta stuff. That was yeah, pretty this isn't the, Let's just that say was, this isn't the was, best was, written article overall. It no. says here, there's no, a line that just has a straight up typo. Like, you know, it's not. I like phone account said. Their, their chats are full of racism and misogyny. It's like, well, well it is well, the internet. Yeah. It also <laughs> says that they, they demonstrate the seriousness seriousness and danger and danger posed by the yeah. <laughs> Ultra danger. Like, danger. There's danger, times danger. I wish I could time travel and I could take people like, well, all these, these hackers are racist and misogynistic. It's like, Let's jump yep. in the time machine. Let's go back to DEFCON 5. Come on. Let's go. We should burn the internet to the ground. I've seen things, dark things. What are you doing with that needle and thread? I'm sewing my eyes shut. I don't ever want to see again. So, so okay, okay. That, that, so one of the lines that I'm just going to... This article is kind of turning into a hot scoop of poop, but basically... <laughs> Um, the one thing I want to, the last line says the radicalization is cybercrime and being oh the worst God. human, being the worst human being you possibly be. This has to be AI written. I mean, it that isn't even no. a sense. Oh. Did we get AI? The being the worst human oh, being you possibly AJ be. Dickens? But notice how the J in this font looks like an I. Yeah, AJ, <laughs> aka AI, he conversation state AI Vickens. Let's hit him up on Signal and ask ChatGPT if he's real. He's got his number right there. <laughs> I know yeah, that's, I'm a, cool, that's a bold I'm actually going to call him right move, now. And we'll see how that you, works out. You know, hey, him? let's call. Just tell him he needs to. He needs. To, do you want to jump on the news real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah anyway. then it's a message. That's getting kind of mean. That's probably a bit further along the line than I think we want to go at this point. I'm not. We're not Defcon Five, it. all right, guys. We're not so, bullies. Yeah. I'm, I'm we're not, not bullies. bullies. That is true. Yeah. We're not yeah. bullies. You know how many articles I wrote today? See, I cry. I don't want to. Yeah, and, and for use, like they remain like highly motivated. And I think John said this like in the past that it's like you just put, like you, you just put something between like use and what they want to get to, oh, and yeah. they'll find a way. And I. I we bring these these up for examples when sometimes you have like a, a, you know upper management whatever saying nobody's going to go through the trouble to do that like you have and some sort of hey we, we need to fix this thing and they look at it and they go oh that sounds like really complicated to you know to exploit and yeah like uh, the shooters just said like youth finds a way i mean that's that's the thing that needs to be articulated these these youth are going to sit down and um and absolutely you know hammer at these Experts and vulnerabilities. So. Rockstar Games, excellent, excellent oh, yeah. bench example. Yeah. It seems like there's, there's, been, yeah, there's, there's been a, a number of there's been a number of hacks over the past like year where the people have been right around eighteen or under. Yeah, um, 
it, it's it, you know so i mean it, honestly though it's kind of strategic though because you kind of get like the free get out of jail you know like you, if you're you get, under like, you get out of jail then you get a job 18 you won't be doing any tie <laughs> yeah exactly it's like you know i i was a dumb kid like if you do it at age 25 it's like yeah, we can't hire this person. They, yeah, you know, it is, they knew it what is they funny. Doing. It just comes down to the to the to the uh, youth and not actually realizing consequences at that age. Oh but, yeah, I mean, if you it, take this, yeah. this is this goes across yeah. the board. It just happens that hacking could be one of those things. Too. I I uh, I so it, it's kind of funny though. For a long time, there was there was a big push. I was talking about like you know DefCon Five and stuff, and people would always talk about all the illegal hacking that they did as a kid. And still to this day, I I never did any illegal hacking as oh, a kid. You like, missed out. It was so much. I know fun. I missed out. I may have <laughs> you missed your free pass. I may have cracked the yeah. software license keys oh on like a game gosh. one. Right? You still pay allegedly. For allegedly, but I'm admitting. I'm getting this. This is my. This is my. Like, the statute this, of limitations is long passed on. People that, are going to be like, "Why am I working for this a hole?" But no. Whenever I got into hacking, it was like literally at the Department of Interior, where I had thousands of systems and I could do whatever I wanted to them. And that was, that was awesome. But yeah, I, I, I still, to this day, I know I'm going to end up running into one of these kids probably in like 23rds when I'm grayer, have less hair, more curmudgeon And he's going to be like starting up some new SIM company. And he's going to be like, you know, I remember back in my days when I was, you know, hacking and was broke into MGM and I got busted. And that's really what launched my career. But I still <laughs> feel like I missed out. Like, I feel like I should have done more as a kid. Of illegal hacking. I, I don't know. So Maybe. moral of the story, if you're listening to this and your child Hack thinking now. about hacking, don't actually do it. John's totally kidding. It uh, life of crime doesn't pay. It's it doesn't pay. Away, kids. Yeah. One ransomware case and you're set for life almost. Yeah, yeah. we just got to watching this. early enough, no. right? And then you go you go to like as long as it's in the news, then when you get out, you've got like if you have one ransomware and then you go retire in the uh, ransomware district of Eastern Europe. Yeah. <laughs> non-extradition countries yeah what yeah. study abroad is there in belarus well, let's go and i've talked about it the gonzalez uh the get rich or die trying hacking group uh the people that did um i've talked about this before in the show they actually broke into jc penny back when they existed and uh their big one was heartland and all that they didn't like somebody was joking about you know how do you use scp to do something right and um i remember one of them was they were it, out and kind of running around in the world where in the world is this hacker and they flew through i believe turkey <laughs> and the turkish authorities picked them up and immediately they were like well you know uh, going to be extradited to the united states and i guess the united states called the turkish authorities and they're like turkey do you got this hacker and turkey's like yeah we've got him and the united states is like we're cool then and they ended up spending their prison term in turkey and not in the united Ooh, states so yeah not how do you good. exit vi excellent question Mm. <laughs> all right enough youth are corrupt let's, let's you pick on. another one Corey. pick we, one of you can we talk about well, t-mobile because I, I have yeah that. let's talk let's about t-mobile. t-mobile absolutely this is their nth breach how many um they're like uh i think they're on like six or seven i don't know i can't count that high um it's not a skill of mine but but breach is like a little strongly worded word this, here. This, this is like, where we uh, don't want to use the. This, is, the this is lawyer talk. No, this is lawyer talk because it's an affiliate third party that just happens to have a lot of our no, data. No, 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 no. But but it's not like okay, dude. It's not a CSV file that I'm going to go get on raid yeah, forums. This sounds like an insecure direct object reference written all or over. Or is it? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're going to look for it either way. It so. all stems back to a tweak by Gurzgurz or Gregor. I don't. I, I don't know how to. Pre- 
I'm good sorry, name. I don't speak. Good name. I don't speak whatever that. You know, I'm sorry, but Connor Wallach says he tweets at T-Mobile and says at T-Mobile. I think you're getting hacked again. Here's what came in my T-Mobile app on my phone with my SIM card. I'm not Claudia, and I don't have two phones and three wearables. Hmm. Uh, so this is the classic, like, I'm seeing someone else's thing in my thing. Like, it's not... Y your question... I mean, I don't know. if I guess, like, screenshot and sell it for a dollar on the dark web? Like, <laughs> I mean, you'd have to keep logging in a bunch of times to really make some money, but... That's a great return on value, though, right? Yeah. Just one screenshot and a dollar, like... T-Mobile will hate you for this one quick tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, contact numbers, device IDs, credit card information. I mean, I'm... That credit card information could be bad, but I will say based on it looks like last four, which is basically public at this point. So, yeah, I, I've never seen it where like uh, T-Mobile specifically or anyone, right? Not T-Mobile just specifically. Never seen it where I logged into an account and it was like someone else's account, um, not pen test related, but I was like trying to do something like that. But, yeah. um, you know, it is kind of a funny like thing to happen, not for you, but just like you know it seems and if like... you're wondering the doj will be prosecuting everyone who logged into the t-mobile yes yeah you're all on the <laughs> everyone if you you're all hackers your now. account and now you're a hacker right? when uh, they say get more they they mean subpoenas yes get more. Mean. Uh, i mean is, is this is just like a developer mess yeah, up you I know mean, is, is, yeah, someone flipped the with, box with big apps like this when they get like such a big size like the likelihood of this happening i think probably goes up um, yeah, but also well, this is the first thing you cover in your design meeting. Let's make sure users no, 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 log no, no, in. No, but I, I think that that's part of the problem. Some of the APIs probably go back like a decade. And whenever they're looking at like randomized tokens for yeah, session identifier, they're like, well, there's, there's 50,000 possible IDs that we can use with this. And somebody will be like, or 65,536. Let's just do that. Mm -hmm. And some developers like, well, that there's no way we're, we're never going to have never more than 536 people. And then you get acquired by Cisco. Ever. Then you get acquired by Cisco. So, yeah. I, yeah, the, the comment of the governor of Missouri's going after them got me. That's pretty funny. Oh, no. <laughs> Where did that one? Was that in our chat? Yeah. Uh, How absolute... dare you use that website in its intended form? Oh, there it you, is. You, but it turns out they're actually a T-Mobile customer too, and they're like, "Oh crap, am I a hacker? Do I have to prosecute myself?" <laughs> is this is what hacking is. Oh, you just have to log. This in. is how those thirteen-year-olds feel. <laughs> so we have a follow-up on the Octa Caesars MGM setup, oh, right? Uh, what, that? what what so happened? There's, now? there's an article. I don't know if it. I mean, I don't really know what the follow-up is. I mean, I think we should follow it up. Well, I, I think um, last week we were still waiting for. You know, Octa was trying to stay very like clear of this and being like oh, we're not quite sure it has to do with us and then yeah they put out an article being like yeah it seems to be impact it seems to be through Okta yeah but I thought it was still social engineering and they were just using Okta they didn't yeah, find the yeah. vulnerability in Okta right? yeah I think I think Correct. they were yes. just targeting Okta and they had figured out you know how to leverage Okta in this attack chain like it Privilege still required escalation. access that a lot of these help desk employees were able to reset high level accounts but then they had leveraged Okta in this. So they, they already had like, yes. the knowledge of how to use Okta to quickly escalate through these environments. Um, you know. but let's let's yeah. be honest, is damn impressive. Because a lot of times whenever I'm teaching like 17, 18, 19-year-olds, it's like, what's Okta? Well, there's single sign-on. What's single sign-on? Well, so whenever you have authentication to multiple different things, you can actually have that single sign-on authentication be the center for all the authentication. It's like, what's authentication? 
Well, a lot of times it's actually tied into Active Directory. What's Active Directory? You're like, okay, okay. When a man and a woman love each other very much, we're start with the beginning. We're going to work with the beginning. But this is impressive. Yeah. If it's a bunch of young kids that actually knew how to work through the Okta app to actually elevate their privileges, that's I, damn. I feel like that's hard yeah. to you. Stop listening to Andrew Tate and yeah. focus on yeah. your API career. hacking isn't, illegally, and you'll API be fine. hacking isn't the easiest uh, skill set. So yeah. I wonder if I mean, well, I doubt they even use the API. Once you, it's usually no, it's token based, right? the web interface. Yeah, that's, yeah it's same, just a token. Same kind of like you know concept at that level, uh, though, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, so they, I think they did have some programming stuff. I mean, the one thing, the line in here that's super interesting to me is it says the threat actors use novel methods of lateral movement, defense, evasion, that including configuring a second identity provider controlled by the threat actors that served as an impersonation app. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Probably like it's like consent grant yourself, uh, where it's like an a- Okta app you create that has access on behalf of the user that's like going to evade some detections. Um, I mean, I'm excited. We've had customers reach out to us already and be like, "Can you do it?" Which is funny because we talked about this last week, and we're like, yeah. "We'll we'll try." So we'll <laughs> oh, keep everyone our, up to date on how welcome. it goes. This is <laughs> our continuous fantastic stuff, right, Corey? The other thing I wanted to say is that like, make it oh, happen. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. which if you're interested in this we have a you know not to plug our service but we have a thing that you can sign up for where we do this kind of weird stuff and we tie it in with the news and it's pretty fun so yep um yeah, there, there's Hills. another thing that that stuck out at me from this article is M- you know octa said like mgm was number five of five seniors yes. was four of five who are the other who are three the other three and then <laughs> there's a the thing like mgm well, we knew about because they didn't pay and they got wrecked do they Caesar count? Yes. know about because they did they, pay. they paid but we wouldn't have known they paid they, unless they did that filing. They so there might be three others. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They might be Probably three others that paid and we just didn't know about. Like they're just, yeah. you know, companies that either account. don't have to disclose or people aren't paying attention to the Is there a line on your taxes for that? There should yes, be. it's tax deductible, dude. You know, you, a, a fun fact, ransom, like, I don't know about ransomware, yeah. but ransom payments are actually tax deductible and there's well, a limit. It's like 100K. So, I mean, they probably have well, a limit. Not yeah, really? it's pretty low. There is th- a famous I, example of like a dad where his daughter or someone got kidnapped and he would only pay up to the tax deductible amount. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's for but the yeah. taxes. I'm not paying a red cent more. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, uh, no, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take the 100K for the tax deduction, but uh, beyond that, you're on your own. Cut off a finger and mail it to me. I don't care. <laughs> so heartless. But was that like so some straight VHS three? version of Taken? Yes. Yes. <laughs> John has a very specific set of skills, sucking at capitalism. We will I find, to find you. that story. What is that story? I can't remember what super rich person it was that was like, wouldn't pay a dime over a certain value. And they like literally cut off one of his kids' fingers. It was his son. Yes, that's the whole yeah. thing. That's it's, the whole yeah. thing. That's why they're super rich because they know <laughs> like, their taxes. Hey, I, didn't, I didn't become a multimillionaire <laughs> by paying out ransoms. Like, <laughs> it's like they're what, yeah. blood. I'm a saver, not a spender. So, so if we become ransomware operators, we only do a hundred thousand just because it's quick. Or like, hey, yeah. you can write this off of taxes. Just give us a hundred grand. Yeah, and no, and then what every like, time. <laughs> It, it's like Tesla evil, with the tax more credit. about the volume yeah. than anything else. Yeah. We're going to so get banned by YouTube. This is my new, <laughs> my new learned thing for the day was that you Which can drop ransomware. The dude just said the crooked <laughs> finger. I don't know about ransomware. We're talking oh, about ransom. traditional ransomware. I send you the cutouts of the magazine and say, you know, send yeah. this bag of unmarked yeah. bills yeah. to this location. But hey, I mean, how is Bitcoin that different? I kind of wonder, really? like, how did that actually make it into the tax code? Like, somebody was sitting around going, you know. Well, it's a because a rich guy wanted it. It's the same thing that made it into the rest of the tax code. Yes. 
The tax codes, yeah. all the good benefits are for the wealthy. They're not for the poor. Uh, the yeah, so yeah. the exact scenario is probably like all these rich people are going to their politicians being like, I, these kidnaps are really killing me on the taxes. Can we, is there anything <laughs> we can do? Uh, so so like, all right, we can do it. But the, yeah, the best I can do is 100K. Ugh. All right, let's keep going. The what about uh, what about another breach that happened, which was uh, Pizza Hut in Australia? So now you we stole on this Pizza Hut breach. I think it's funny because <laughs> why does it resonate out? with you for so much? Go ahead, take I, it. Because check it, they they got they can find out who likes pineapple pizza. It just seems like really a lot, dude. That isn't true. That's not how OSINT works. Why you you would care? I ordered that pineapple pizza for my friend. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Okay, all right. Curious, real question, response. real question. Why would you, um, besides just for fun, why would you breach uh, a pizza hut? Like, what what good information? 100% for fun and lulls. I mean, yeah. dude, I, that's... It's if, the, I was it's gonna, if I was if I was evil and uh-huh. I was going to breach Pizza Hut, I would hack, like, young brands, and I would try to get them to bring back the Pizza Hut buffet. Oh, the buffet. I was yeah. like, that's I was gonna say I that's your do. ransom note. Your ransom note. No, like, no, no, I'm not ransom. Because they have the buffet. I went to one in the middle of nowhere recently and it had the buffet. Still but here's on. the thing: jo- one of John's stipulations would be it has to taste as good as it did when he was a kid, and exactly. they'll never live up to that uh, demand. Next to impossible. But no, we all of our pizza huts they close their buffets down, and like within a couple of years, they're now like real estate offices now so they don't even so have that, the that red was, cups anymore that was no, the key no, no, factor was the buffets that was the only thing keeping them in business coming up in a town with a pizza hut that still has the buffet invite me i, I will come and present <laughs> uh, if you live in australia and three. you go to a pizza hut send it to john Make yeah, it I'll so, show up. I'm still waiting to get invited to that HackerCon in Tibet or Nepal. Like, <laughs> what's they, the yeah. uh, What's the second biggest pizza company in Australia? I think that's who we need to really look at right now. Toby Zoe, stealing Kangaroo Pizza. Kangaroo <laughs> it's Papa pizza? John's in Australia because I would not put put it past. Papa what about John's Domino's? When I went to Iceland, they had Domino's and it was way different. It was very interesting. It was, was it better different. or worse or just? Different? I would say it was better, but only because I was in Iceland, so everything was better. Mm. Okay, we've got the top ten franchises Uh-oh. number one is domino's mm. of course number two number is in fact pizza hut it uh, is pizza hut there you three go. is crust pizza that's a horrible name god awful is it well, supposed to be pizza hut. crust four is la porchetta five is pizza capers oh porchetta i support them on github same company, right? <laughs> six is bubba's pizza 22 <laughs> locations man this is really reaching deep man oh okay so they the top give ten, Manoush Pizza and uh, what do we got? Pizza in Town and Country Pizza and Pasta and number 10 is Rotzi's Fresh Kitchen. There we go. Mm. There you have it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't even know to how at. to like I, I, some of these puns in this article are just egregious. Like if, if you're <laughs> it is there's one. That, OK, here's here's what it says. It says quality infosec appears not to be a fries with that or in this case garlic bread add-on for fast food chains <laughs> that's so awesome that is a great oh, sentence I love, a, I love how Corey's faulty today and he's like he's critiquing the writing you keep this up you're going to be a tech editor on pen no, test oh you you better i i i will literally walk straight out I the door off <laughs> So, all right, oh, we got to get back into the hacking. Get away from the pizza. Your cat is destroying <laughs> oh the camera. God. There's cat a cat attacking the podcast. The cat has the cone of shame on. She does. She has yeah. the cone of shame. She got an eye taken out, so she's a little derpy. <laughs> she's a little salty about that. Yeah, she's a little pirate. 
very. Oh, are you gonna get her a patch? Oh. 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 Do you guys want to talk about move it again? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we like to move right. it. All right. It's back. So, it's back. National Student Clearinghouse data breach impacts 890 schools. So this what? is the gift. I don't even oh, know I actually, I think we talked about this a while ago, didn't we? We did. Which one is this? So it, I think we did. It is I on think the we, list. Or maybe it was, there's a lot of school stuff we've talked about, so I could be misremembering. I don't even know what the National School Clearinghouse is. So, I mean, you know, isn't the clearinghouse right the thing now. that they mail, they mail you the letter and they're like, we're... Like we we think you're amazing, and we want to publish your book, and like so, give us twenty bucks. This Isn't that was like a, a scam? Yeah. This was new. So this was on May thirty first. The clearinghouse informed our third party software provider, Progress oh Software, a cybersecurity issue involving the provider's Move It transfer solution. Uh, uh, personally identified PII was here in we the go. data. So if anyone wants to listen, two hundred security numbers, student ID, and some related records. Get this. Yeah, the National yeah. Student Clearinghouse is a nonprofit organization founded by the higher education community. It streamlines the student record verification process oh, so for good. colleges, universities, students, alumni, lending institutions, employers, and other organizations. This was a clop ransomware. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If anyone wants the full list, there's 232 companies or something. So. This is just mm. one of many. Yeah. One of many. Yeah. We're getting to the point where but this is happening just... so late in the game. Like, yeah, it, right. It like, when did do they have out? a security firm? Like, at all? Like, anybody doing security there at all? You know, oh, well, John, security costs money. Um, it does. So this is true. That's why it's a it. fries with it add-on. Yeah. <laughs> it just took them four months to confirm breach. So you know. That... <laughs> no, no. Okay. Did it take them that long to confirm the breach? That IR is intense. I like. When did they report this? Right. Like they say they got they got hit on May thirty first. We're just now hearing about this. Like, what's going on? They had to file. It's because no. This is just like a. I don't know. For some reason, they're just catching up on old stuff because they filed a breach filing in Maine. Because there was people affected in Maine, like it, they're just going through the steps. I guess I don't know the slow motions. Every oh, every I'm disclosure. Go to, go to events and see if they, honestly their breach listed as an event. If I <laughs> if I listed um if I worked for this company like Leaving Computer as as a journalist, like do you write two hundred and thirty one articles for each breach? Of clop like i don't like it's probably an easy right because you don't they have to like write an article wait, like a day or something story, so it's just like who's the next clop one all right cool how did the story get released because it's nowhere on their website like i went to their blog well, it's on bleeping. Uh, oh, oh, well i filed letters with the attorney yeah. general like look, they, at the, they filed, look at the link i, yeah. I sent yeah yeah there's they, a they, because there a lot of states have data breach notification requirements and so yeah. like you can just follow that, that. tv though guys like to have a breach, and then you got to find out through. Oh my God! The California They're... Attorney General. It's totally a form letter, too. Yeah, yeah. So wait, yeah, where, when was this published? Directly, and there's nothing. Like, so according it. to this, the exhibit says, uh, "When was it published?" It doesn't have a date on when this was added. It's a very small notification of breach oh, i sure am glad that they're offering uh you know free credit report oh god hold up i've got their privacy policy i don't think this was on the i don't think this was ever disclosed i'm looking through the data sets that i have and i don't see it so maybe they either paid or they decided to delete it they, they did actually the flop group said they would delete like certain people's data so okay here we go da, 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 da. 
in the case of a personnel data breach, the clearinghouse will notify customer organizations without undue delay upon becoming aware of the uh, personnel data breach. In all such instances, the clearinghouse is processing the personal data of EU data subjects solely on behalf and the direction of the controller organizations. So basically, they just say very clearly that they will let the organizations that they're processing data for know. Um, but there's nothing else that says how they will notify the public. It was in May that it happened. It was in August that they yes. did. But the that program. was every breach. Every single clock yeah. breach is the same day, basically. May 31st, yeah. 2023. I like how they say without undue delay. Like, don't actually give us time frames. Just say, yeah, we'll get around to it. We'll do it one day. Get security. Yeah, they, they found cool out on June. Yeah, June Absolute just said their it. university is on that data breach, and they haven't been told. The, they haven't told the students yet. Cool. Ouch. There's tons. Of, yeah. No, there's tons of. Still waiting for my call. I, I would guess. Exposed. So okay, we got the, these stone to, tablets here. To, to give everyone <laughs> some data. Good. Yeah. To give everyone some numbers. So there's right now about 230 that have been publicly disclosed by Clop, like that you can download the data. I would guess there's probably something like three or 4,000 victims total. So ah. that's a big discrepancy in how many have been compromised, how many got disclosed, how many maybe will be disclosed in the future. I don't know, but um, it, this is example of not every victim had their data published, and this one isn't published yet. Mm, so, yeah. Interesting. So I won't find out. Now, do you think it's 4,000 organizations that were breached by Clop, or just 4,000 that were hit by the move it vulnerability? That well, were same well, I think same difference. I don't know of anything else Clop has done other than this. I mean, I haven't been tracking them that closely, but this is like their main pay, pay dirt. So, yeah, I still wonder, like, where did they store all this data? Like, is <laughs> Corey, what's that? What's three that in, the, in the cloud, pulling down. What is it like 40 terabytes or something like that? Oh, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's massive. I, gu I guarantee you there's an S3 bucket or Google Drive out there with all the data in it. That's a just stolen clubs. S3 bucket. S3 and it says move it data. And it's like 60 terabytes. Just let send me a. Send call me a message. Us, call call us. I got you. We will investigate. We will look I'll at every file. I'll even pay for the bandwidth sure. fees for all that egress. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what's funny though? Some customers have so much data they might not notice a little blur, right? Might not it's like notice a, forty terabytes, man. No, it's a uh, that's a lot. Target. It's, it's a like lot. Target. It's only no. There are companies that sort of petabyte scale yes, data petabyte, in AWS. Yeah. So. Sure, sure, sure. I, I get it, but so in still. a petabyte, forty terabytes is a little tiny blip on the radar. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. I still, I don't know. Hey, that's a lot of log data. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the Kroll data breach? We were talking about it a little bit. Kroll? Tell yeah. me Are you more. crawling? Are you, they're, are they're you crawling me? Yeah, their employees yeah. fell victim to SIM swapping. Yep. Oh, oh Lord. Still a thing. Too, like, whenever I... Hey, whenever I've seen I, this one before. Uh, it was in the... Hey, Ryan's trying to find it. It's over um, <laughs> Belouve. Uh, yeah, that's me. Okay. I shared it. Alex got it. Okay, cool. Alex, uh, can you share that inside the private chat so Ryan yep. can bring it up? This is one of those reasons, like I talk to people like two-factor authentication of any kind for personal protection of email is better than no two-factor or multi-factor authentication. Seriously, get grandma and grandpa if they're going to use SIM or they're, they're going to use SMS text, have them do that. That's better than not having it. However, as your threat profile starts getting up, you probably don't want to be doing SMS-based two-factor authentication. And this is one of those things with Kroll where they had, um, they had uh, 
a data breach and it's it's due to sim swapping wow is, they throw t-mobile under the bus yeah, look at that like, breach advisory maybe totally okay do. maybe the threat actors just logged into their accounts and saw that it was <laughs> seriously i mean but when we're talking about it from the t-mobile perspective like it sounds like they didn't even bother to do any verification didn't bother to check or like oh so i don't know if Rolling yeah, it so, over to someone else. Here you go. It's like well, oh. so that's interesting because if if you haven't listened to the Darknet Diaries episode about sim swapping, it seems at least based on that episode, I don't have a ton of knowledge about it, but basically, like they actually like run into the store, grab a tablet, <laughs> and then just do the sim swaps like in a in a batch because the sim swaps are worth like ten grand a piece or five to ten thousand dollars. That depends on the organization you're going after, but yes. Well, I'm assuming they're just targeting. So, okay, did they target like an admin? I assume, or did they? I mean, oh, this was is it like the, target, right? is, is there like a break glass account that's just a T-Mobile cell phone or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's a crawl. It's an employee. They transferred the employee's phone number, and then they got yeah. access to you know and that, all the good and that stuff. once again gets into like this gets into that gray area, right? So, if your organization you're trying to protect, like I remember what. I pushed out, was it last year or was it this winter, early this winter, where I said, we are shutting down SMS-based authentication at BHIS. Like, and yeah. we were shutting it down at the system level. Not like, hey, everybody, don't use it anymore. And I think that that's the difficult thing, right? You're going to have organizations where, like what we did, we just unilaterally shut it down. But then there's also organizations that maybe are using software where they can't, right? Where it's always an option. Do you want to enroll in a, like a token? Do you want to enroll SMS? And there are some apps that just do not have the ability to get rid of SMS authentication as well. Yes, especially financial. Yeah, I was about to say a lot of banks still use SMS, especially right? Like, why don't these banks... I, I get pretty pissed off because I won't... Like, why don't they have it? It's easy. They have all... I know they have the money. They I, have... Uh, is that what you're saying because all the banks Just, like, no the bank mobile <laughs> platforms on the banks are like online banking it's not like all these banks like code it themselves these are platforms that they and, buy so don't be mad at the bank be mad at the platform so. but still and you're right a lot of the banks they're just buying platforms but yeah they they're absolutely like i can't remember like accounting has like 150 different like shared passwords on like our LastPass like service that we're using that's totally not LastPass anymore. Oh. Um, but there's a bunch of them that we can't enroll the two-factor authentication token into that identity service. And we still, like, Eric and I will still get a call from somebody and be like, hey, you're going to get a text message. Could you give me the number? And it's like, God damn it. And you're and like, no. You can't get away from these. So, like, if you're looking at Kroll, you could say, well, they're big poo-poo heads and they're dumb. But it's entirely possible that they're using a service that they literally cannot shut You're, off. Oh, it's know. totally fair. It, yeah. So this is this is a yeah. I mean, I will say that it it looks like they went after corporate stuff, and they specifically, you know, we were talking about crypto. They specifically went after bankruptcy claimants for BlockFi, FTX, and Genesis. Like well, they, they, they went wanted after, to like, target them for getting their crypto because then they could actually possibly. I don't know. Well. Well, you're, you, I, I would guess it's like they're trying to fish people because yeah. they're going to send every yeah. all of those claimants a message that says, oh, hello, your bankruptcy claim status. Here's your payout. Here's a link. Yeah. Right. Like That's how exactly. it's going to go. Yeah, but the, exactly. it also One of the, like, the other interesting thing that made me bring up Kroll was in our last story for that National Student Clearinghouse, they send out a letter that literally says, We've arranged with Kroll to offer you identity monitoring services. <laughs> and then <laughs> so, Kroll gets breached. So like you're saying we, well, all and, you have to do is sign up your text message authentication for monitoring. Yeah. So, yeah. so who do, who do gets the uh, credit monitoring when Kroll gets breached? Like, yeah, that gets yeah. 
They Matt, actually use TransUnion. They, they they use TransUnion, which links us to our next data breach. I know. By the way, I did want to call out. I did want to call out two final things about this. It looks like Kroll caught it fast. So congratulations <laughs> on them. And then I don't know why this is in here, but the Hacker News says this arrived. This disclosure arrived days after Bart Stevens, the co-founder of Blockchain Capital filed a lawsuit against an anonymous hacker who stole 6.3 million worth of crypto in an yeah. alleged sim swap. There's yeah. so much stupid in that sentence that it just makes my head burn. So, yeah. I don't so know. honestly, the, the only thing against anonymous hacker number one, who are they? I don't know, but I demand restitution. Here's their, bit, here's their Bitcoin address. They no, because money. if they sim swapped, that money was on an online exchange, okay? Yeah. I had to have been, right? Your had point? My, your bank's an online exchange. Anyway. Oh um, yeah, I mean the other thing. Nerd fight, that, nerd fight. So okay, here's what the question, man. This is the question for John Strand. Can I just yeah. go to a customer and be like, "Can I have five thousand dollars to sim swap you?" Like seriously, I tell you what. I tell you what. Um, let's 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 find. Um, like we have a bunch of customers that are just awesome. Let's find one that would be uh that would be up for it for the continuous pen testing. I think you know what company I'm talking about. I think Derek would know as well. But I'm willing to drop some money to try it on that organization. Probably probably be so funny. But it's like, who's actually going to do it? Who's going to jail? Because it ain't me. No, we won't do it. They're going to give us permission. We got to get permission. Yeah, yeah. You'll get like this. You'll you'll get to do the swap and like it'll actually. So we're not stealing a tablet from the local T-Mobile. No, no, no. I can take one. I just don't know how far I get. That gets into the problem with this. That's why it's not tested. Because if we do a pen test, we're like, let's do a SIM swap. Let's say we have a ridiculous pen test, like 250000 over four months or whatever. Absolutely, I would drop 5000 But here's the problem. That phone is out of freaking scope. For the vast majority of organizations that we would go after, if we mm-hmm. wanted to do that, we would go after somebody in finance, go after somebody in accounting, SIM swap on their phone, try to go over to whatever payroll system that they're actually using and do that. And as awesome as that attack would be, that would be illegal. Like that would be completely yeah. If you're an intern looking to catch some jail time, let us know. It'll be a short stint if you're under eighteen. If yeah. you're under eighteen, it'll be wiped. It'll be sealed. <laughs> They'll never know. Are you seventeen or younger? Would you? I just gotta. <laughs> you gotta make sure they use a corporate job description. I yeah. mean, so basically, you have to hand wave the social engineering the phone company part, which I think is fine because if you yeah. have somebody who has the yeah, device, yeah, yeah. Or even if you set up a test device that sure. had the same kind of accesses, it would at least go through. It, you could hand wave that part, right? Okay, that's actually a good point. Now Derek's yeah. coming in with real actual See, things we can we do. Him because he's the responsible one. Yeah, we are all... Okay, <laughs> fine. We can just simulate it and save the customer $5,000 and not pay for some black hat to go steal a tablet actually, from we, T-Mobile. Actually, we, we still might spend the $5,000 to go through online dark what? web places to see if they'd be willing to do it for us. What a so I, 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 yeah. yeah, Just be Corey on the other I mean, end. I mean, you're not you just one way to the wall. Right? the number Corey answers, it's like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I got SIM swapped, guys. Don't, have, don't, yeah. don't worry about it. So, oh, no, T-Mobile's talk. never going to hire us for anything. Ever Honestly, ever. that's the other question. No, imagine, imagine if you just get SIM swapped, but like, is there is there like a watering hole attack for sim swaps where you just like register a bunch of phone numbers and wait for them to start getting two-factor codes like is that that a thing like could you do that if you had a big crypto wallet and you could somehow leak that your phone number was tied to that crypto wallet oh my god and then you just sit there and wait 
Crazy. You just sit there and wait. Hey, are you go into Verizon every day? I need a new number. They're like, you again? Are you kidding me? Uh, every it's day. It's going to be a dollar. Yeah. Every day. We, we can't give you 8675309. You have to stop asking. Well, buy one of those big block things that it's like 10 phones or whatever, right? Oh, and then you like they use for robocalling and just. Yeah. I'm going to get a bust a bust a buster and we're going <laughs> to. Uh, so, you know what I think is funny though about SIM swapping is I have T Mobile. And if you go into T-Mobile, you can set up uh, a two-factor device, right? And by default, with like the cell phone carriers, they'll make it a cell phone number, right? But you can also set up a um, kind of like a Google Authenticator or kind of, you know, an actual application that would be running on your phone. What I think is funny is if you set one of those up, specifically on T-Mobile, um, it won't let you remove the cell phone part. Like you still always have the cell phone part. Yes, always have a fallback. You can also add another yep. authenticator device just in case. I know. But- this is the thing that makes me mad about Fido 2 keys, too, because it's like always they're like every time I go to f- use the Yubi key, they're like, do you want a fallback? Hey, hey, you don't actually have your key. Let us let's do fallback. Like, don't worry about it. Like, don't worry like, about it. Yeah, just just let me I, I, I put in the key. I, I just let relax. I don't need to fall back. Like, just. But I like that watering hole, just getting a bunch of numbers. I mean, everybody knows eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Like, that's a big one. Uh, does anybody know what the number is for dirty deeds done dirt cheap? from john's at the he's at the cell phone store he needs your cell phone number right i need that number so (laughs) that number i did have to look it up was three six two four three six and then they shout out hey which sounds like an eight there was an illinois (laughs) couple this is back in the 80s that sued atlantic records for a quarter million dollars because they kept getting prank calls to their house because they had the number for dirty deeds done dirty they won too yeah so they got paid they won and they got 50% off their bill, which was $500,000 back then. <laughs> oh my God. All, All right. right. Anyone oh got God. any last thoughts? Any fun little tidbits to take us out on? I've got nothing. I've, I'm, I'm spent. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Black Hills Continuous Testing. Yeah. Go to blackhillsinfosec.com if you want us to try to sim swap. If you want us to try some of the stuff we talked about on the show on you want us to sim swap, you should call us. Just call us. Just don't use a phone because we already sim swapped it. I'm teaching a threat intelligence class at Wild West Sacrifice if you'd like to jump on that. Plug that thing. Wait, is your I feel so weird about plugging stuff. I've never even posted about it. Like, I'm just. What? Yeah. Dude, I feel too weird. I feel too weird about it. I hate selling because I am interested. I will be there. I hate you. We try to practice quantum capitalism. And I actually have people reach out to me I, and they're like, I, I actually, I the news, what do you guys actually do? Like I go to a ton of your webcasts and stuff. <laughs> like, we just do webcasts and t-shirts apparently is what we do. Yeah. Also I actually, game, uh, I, I gave yeah. the first hour of the class in uh, a private channel in BHIS to wow. get some feedback from some nice. people this weekend. Wow. Like, it went well, nice. it went very well. Uh, it's in true fashion. I'm working on it until the very last minute. And, uh, but it's a little bit of everything, how to do thread and tell, uh, everything you need to know. I've created one of like the biggest, like master lists, like the master list of all master lists. So it's like, here's everybody's list. Then here's another list. Here's some free books. Here's some free tools. And then I get like going down this like dark rabbit hole and I have this huge Excel spreadsheet and I just throw it into Splunk and then query it that way. So <laughs> at least you used to. No, that's wow. going to be five dollars. That, that profile pick is. Yeah, that profile high you like that? Yeah. You like yeah. that? Why well, don't you have a mustache that though? One that was also. Why are you holding a log like in t- Twin Peaks? Like <laughs> yeah. that would have been great. Uh, shouldn't you just it's have a? Too 
burns better. <laughs> oh, uh, fantastic. I got I got some I got some heat from Bronwyn about my profile pic because it's like my LinkedIn one that doesn't have a mustache and it, it I'm I'm used the Sans poster as a background and everyone Ooh. says it looks like a police lineup. And <laughs> so I gave her that one that instead. Just I'm like, this works a lot better. That's right? great. That just sounds like that sounds like a plus. If you're like, here's my here's my profile picture. It's just a mug shot. <laughs> I'm going to use I'm going to use Insurrection January 6th John style wow. as my profile wow, picture. I mean, he's got the abs at least. He does. He's got he the does. abs. He's going to start yeah, getting some like. He's getting out soon. Should we have him on the news? No, no. I've no I think it would be him. counterproductive in every way, shape, or form. But great I, idea. I, I've already reached out to him. Like there, I called him out on Twitter. Somebody created a website called John Strand versus John Strand, and I like at mentioned him, and then he emailed me, and he was very, very, very angry. It was something like he was going to sue me or something. Mm-hmm. But basically, what it boiled down to is I was ugly and more famous than he was, and when oh. people were wanting to book him. You really did so you're like the watering Strand. hole attack for John yeah, Strand. So yeah. they'd see me and they're like, why do we want this guy to be on Scrubs? Look at him. He's hideous. <laughs> That's and so- I was hurting his career. And I wish that was a joke. It's not. He, he, he lost to Scrubs to get on. That's, I don't know dude, if it was Scrubs. I love yeah, Scrubs. Said, like, that that is amazing. Can I just say that like name squatting John Strand is the funny, like it's just such an amazing <laughs> thing. It does sound like time. that uh, you are better be one Highlander. than he is though. Let's see, John Strand. There's only one John Strand that isn't currently in federal prison, and he's yeah, on this he's podcast. Got it. But no, like the 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 real John Strand, as how he's known on Twitter, he's dominating Google now. I mean, if you do a search, I used to dominate, but now you used you to. don't. Maybe it's because to, of all that privacy like, stuff you turned on that you can't Google yourself. <laughs> yeah, I didn't did. Did you that. did you buy one of those uh, privacy clearing the websites? Is no, that's what I you didn't. Did, what I had is I had some gullible idiot invade the Capitol and get arrested for it, and uh, all. <laughs> And then he shot right right to the top of popularity. What is it? Maybe maybe it was a maybe it was like he did it on purpose, like you know, for the just for the John. He did it for the the what I would say. I'm finally gonna beat that other John Strand. Okay, there's one possible solution, and it's that we get Rolling Stone to write an article about our John Strand. (laughs) That's we definitely could. We could do it. Everyone start tweeting at Rolling Stone or Xing or whatever it's called. I've got to be honest. When I'm in the safe confines of my basement, this is fine. Whenever I go out to conferences, it's awkward as hell. Like, oh god, yeah, it was it was weird. Well, speaking of conferences, we're got uh, Wild West, and we're gonna be there. Don't even bother. Sold out, dude. But but you can do the virtual ticket and being doing the virtual ticket is just like being there in reality, but it comes with the extra depression and sadness of the fact that you're not there in person. So you should really think about you the sold that, John. You sold it high. I if did. you buy, or I'm as bad you buy selling shit. Like, what about if you buy pre-conference training? Do you, you get can't it? go buy pre-conference yeah. training specifically Wade's class? Specifically, uh, Wade is only shit, Wade's dude. class. We actually only have a spe- special <laughs> velvet <laughs> rope. I mean, no, like, you can also get my class if you want. I think John is teaching my class. <laughs> no, okay, so people that take my class, we're going to shuttle them to my home. In the bar, oh, look at this. I will cook, I will do full on barbecue for all of the students that is take this. A one up, can how can you, you one up that, Derek? You what does your class you have? Can't. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I will give you free access to the dark web in my <laughs> 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 a limited zero megabyte Splunk license. Walter, <laughs> zero megabyte, it'll be sponsored by Cisco. <laughs> yeah, 
But our training has been insane. I think we have like 350 people taking training now. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, it's really yeah. good. Um, it's awesome. And I think we're at 850 total. Um, there's so many people coming to this conference. We're thinking about opening up a second conference location in 2025. So we'll be doing one in Deadwood and another one in an undisclosed and yet very, very central location in America. <laughs> oh, that tells you everything you need to know. It has it to does. be the exact geographic center of the United States, which is Kansas. That lady's farm, don't that's like like that that one people have a farm and then they get raided by the FBI because they're like, yeah, this guys, is where they're Oh, you mean Area 51? If is it at Area 51? This, it's not, it's not. It's not Kansas. Is like, it Area 51? It's Area no, 51. No, you guys are awful at this. Like, I know exactly where it's at. It's going to be Denver, Colorado. Maybe. Could be somewhere else. <laughs> Could be in Nebraska. You never know. I can neither confirm nor deny what Data Hoarder said. <laughs> that, was, that was just St. my guess. Louis. No, not St. Louis. All right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, Bring we up the finger, it. everybody. We leaked it. Sorry, guys. We're internal threat (laughs) actors.